Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Hey everybody, this is Brother Ghoulish, and this is going to be another episode of The Alter Tapes by the Anatomy of a Scream podcast. We're going to be talking about The Visit 2022 by Roxy Shee. But before we get to that, let's introduce our hosts, and we'll start with the lovely Sheree. Hi Ryan, thanks for having me again. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like we just recorded something, but maybe I'm just, you know. Um, I think it was a thing called Blurdy Massacre. Yeah, that, that sounds that, about right. Yeah, that feels right. It feels right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where you all can listen to us, uh, Blurdy Massacre, and also at Brother Ghoulish's Tomb, Brother Ghoulish's Dragula Breakdown, and... You can catch me also on A Nightmare on Fierce Street, um, handle at Nightmare Fierce on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram might be a lie. It might be the full title. It's early, y'all. <laughs> it, yes, this is probably the earliest we've ever recorded. I'm very Le proud of us. Listen, we could only do this because we've been friends for so long. I could roll into my PJs. Like, exactly. If they saw what we look like right now, no, we look fabulous. We can create any any reality. I'm wearing right. silk. Mm. I woke up like this, and it's flawless. <laughs> mm, I literally did wake up like this. So. Same, same. This ain't makeup. This is eye crust. It's real sexy over here. Like, um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
my bush is mushed on the side, but you know what? I'm gonna tell everyone it's a fade. <laughs> Three of my hair strands still wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into this summary for y'all. So like some of the other Alter Shorts have done, there are two summaries. So I'm gonna read the short one and then the long one. The first of which is a pregnant woman and her husband visit her aging grandmother in the rural mountains of Taiwan, only to witness the older woman's disappearance through the will of a malevolent mountain spirit. And the longer one is, I mean, do we really need to read it? I mean, cause we're about to break it down. That's it, everything that needs to be said. Um, cause it answered all my questions. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. We got a general idea. <laughs> We know where we at. We know what's popping. Um, yeah. We already know who in danger. Like <laughs> the longer ones summary. tend to spoil stuff anyway. Like it tends to have like more information than you need before watching. They be giving people government names and shit, and I'm just like, nobody asked for all this. <laughs> <laughs> you clock that the names aren't here for the characters and stuff, but yeah. yeah. So it runs for 13 minutes. If you haven't seen it, go check it out first, and then come listen to us uh, talk about it. But for 13 minutes, I felt like the tension was pretty okay, like generally throughout. It definitely had a very slow burn kind of thing going on. There's no like outright gore or any fantastical elements in this short. And I love that because sometimes people rely too much on the CGI and the jump scares. Wow, y'all. I just forgot jump scare. So yeah, I'm <laughs> professional. Um, <laughs> uh, and this is more of a, let's create some atmosphere and let's sort of seduce you into this like wild world where you don't know what's going on and you don't know what to believe. If you can believe what you think you just saw. And that's a mood. That's a mood. And I love that mood. And it reminds me of a lot of the international movies that I go up for. So yeah. Mm, I love that you said that because it is consistent. Like it's something about the atmosphere that in and of itself is frightening. Like horror doesn't need to have like a, a huge body count in order to like scare the hell out of you. No, we like to see people catch it, but also that doesn't always necessarily mean good because how many, how many franchise are relying on that body to paraphrase mm. themselves? <laughs> They're relying on that body and ain't got no story. Um, so yeah. I've noticed that, especially as we've gone further into storytelling, where some of these bigger studios have a budget to make something that looks visually stunning, sometimes that's the main attraction and it is lacking in story. Whereas something like this, it actually has like the atmosphere, you actually care about some of the characters and they pay more attention to the storyline and also what it represents and what it means. Exactly, exactly. Because I I was having my best thoughts because they get to interact with each other and talk to each other as opposed to just screaming and like throwing things and making bad choices. And so like, I know this grandma and this woman's story a little bit. I know how she feels about this baby daddy. Is it a husband, boyfriend? I did not ask right. these questions. Um, I don't want to assume. Look, <laughs> I, um, and so like you, you get all this like rich story. So when this woman goes missing, you're like, oh, oh no, these stakes are here because we know this relationship and we know the feeling of, it's one of the things I like about the relationship is that it, it's very real world. Cause I think that we all have those older people, whether they're family, friends, whoever, that like we, we they're not a burden, but also they don't make life easy for us when we're trying to oh, take care of, of them. And so I, it just, it hit because like how many of us, especially like those of us who are, 
on the younger side and having those divides with our grandparents or our parents or even older siblings putting them in that gap. Um, because like there's just more distance as you live because the things that we're accessing are not things they had access to. And some of them don't know how to make the changes they need to make. <laughs> um, so they're back here embarrassing people on Facebook. And it's, it's hard. And like there's even that thing with education because like education has shifted since some of them were in school how many decades ago. And so like we just end up knowing more things and it's a weird spot to be in because you want to bring them with you. But like grandma, who's opposed to a TV and a dishwasher even because she don't want no technology in her house. It's just like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to help you into this new world if you won't let me. Ugh. But you also don't want to just cut ties over something like small because some of us need to cut ties. This was not oh, yeah. one of those, even though she did not like this boyfriend and she made it known. Grandma was like, he don't even understand me. And I was like, oh, bitch, gags. <laughs> I mean, the, the boyfriend slash husband slash baby daddy he definitely represented kind of like the technological wave coming into their life and trying to change things up because it feels like the daughter is excuse me she's uh, relatable and being silently complicit Mm -hmm. in the realization that her mom is pretty much stuck here and even though she seems to be afraid of it because she did say at one point like i'm just you know i feel like she's just never going to leave here that was something that prior to him even coming into the picture, she's probably struggled with for quite some time. Because the older generation, like you're talking about, sometimes they are kind of technophobic or they don't know how to apply what they understand into doing things the new way. And that's why people like my parents and stuff still prefer to go into the bank. They don't necessarily trust using like these apps or know how to use them very much. Even something like calling the bank is like, do I have to? I'd much rather just get in my car and drive an hour. But no, it's it's not the shame of yeah. But <laughs> but you know it's real. It is. It like I one of the worst jobs of my life was working at a call center for an opera house, and the amount of old people who didn't understand how to use the internet, so would just call and yell at us because they don't understand the internet, as opposed to being like, "I'm happy you have a phone service because I don't get it." <laughs> Um, it made me really resent older people. And I, I am a little ageist now because of that. I'm working on that trauma though. I, I see it. <laughs> it's not cool to be like, oh no, she over 60. Throw <laughs> up. Um, but also I just have very triggered emotions because I'm used to old people just calling and yelling. And you want to have that empathy for them. But also it's like, you ain't my auntie. Go, 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 go let your own. Go let your own and let them like fix this situation for you. Do they not talk to you? Because I know I wouldn't talk to you with this tone, Miss Ethel. And so... <laughs> I, I, I get it, but also I feel bad for this granddaughter because I, I think that she is a lot of us because yeah. she's torn between probably what she grew up with being okay with and thinking was okay, but is also like, this is the new world and I'm going forward and I'm bringing my child and my family into this world and I want you to come with me. And so she's at that crossroads. I am very hand today. I'm like directing airplanes. Um, yes. <laughs> that crossroads and it kind of makes me think of like all those times when I first got out of homeschool where I caught myself co-switching and not knowing what I was doing because I'm like this is how my family sounds but I don't think it's correct so now I'm out in the real world how do I am I supposed to sound what am I supposed to be doing I'm supposed to be trying this am I supposed to be doing that and mimicking the people around me but I, I I think that it's it's hard being caught in those crossroads especially for a lot of us of color specifically oh yeah um because like you do have like the things that are of the culture <laughs> um, and then you have the things that are of the society you're in and 
marrying the two and trying to be seen for all that you are and all that you can be and figuring out where you are specifically at all times is it's a lot. It is. And there's a other like huge dynamic that I'm picking up from this story, even with the title, the visit, I'm actually seeing signs of Alzheimer's in the mother or grandmother. I could, I, I, I might be, yeah, grandma. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing signs of Alzheimer's in her. And so I mean, even when she said, for example, I've only been gone for 30 minutes and I was over Xiao Fei's house and the granddaughter's response is essentially, you've been gone for five days. They do lose sight of time. Um, also people who have like early onset dementia, it, it's a very similar kind of thing. And even the way that later in the short, we see how Xiao Fei is not actually tied to this house of ruin at all. Xiao Fei is actually following all three generations into the home at the end to show that this is something that could possibly pop up for the granddaughter because it does skip a generation. And then if the relationship with that child is similar to what she has with her grandmother, it's kind of a cycle. It's going to repeat itself. Yeah, no, I love that you put that up because that's another thing is that another reason she's relatable is because she's kind of a caregiver as much as her grandma will let her give the care. And I think a lot of people have that. I I do not because I need distance for my mother. I need so much distance. But I know some of my siblings are trying to like navigate that line of how do I take care of her? Um, how do I also take care of myself? Because like older people are sometimes just toxic, y'all. <laughs> and nice. so it's it's hard to navigate because grandma is definitely like upset whenever she tries to make her life better. Um, and I don't know how much of that is what is possibly undiagnosed, but we see glimmers of because it would be so simple to be like, oh, a ghost got over on her. But I think there's more to it. I think that that ghost is representing, like you said, something that is happening, something that is onset. And I, I think that's a spicy way of handling it. And I think that's another reason why I go up for this genre because we get too. into the things. Yeah, within the things we make them, we make the things that are scary in the real world less scary by putting them through the horror filter. Yeah, that's what I love about it as well. I'm happy you said that, especially because it's it's duality too. Because at the same token, like someone can just sit down and watch the visit and not really catch that message, or maybe they'll interpret it different based on their own personal experience and things that kind of follow them and their families. But it doesn't invalidate the scares or the atmosphere. Like you can you can witness this one of two different ways yeah and i love that i i really like this one i've seen it a few times now and each time i i pick up a little bit more um i like it a little bit more because the first time i was like huh and then the second time i was like oh <laughs> and not every time i'm just like i'm getting more and more and more and i'm like okay i see you and also the performances are really good as well like i i especially love um the granddaughter how when she is stressed she speaks specifically the language that her yeah. husband doesn't understand because like <laughs> up, up top she's like sort of like translating for him for her and she's doing all these things as a lot of children of people who have come here and i don't know how long yeah. <laughs> can do um and i love that because like how often do uh, schools piss on children of immigrants for being able to like do different languages and having to understand english in a new way um and then like when some random kid from the suburbs like i'm gonna learn this random language it's like oh look at him he's multilingual he's bilingual and i'm like a lot of kids are are you giving them all stars and cookies or are you just being racist we know what the answer is we know what the answer is oh for sure <laughs> 
We and both said that with the got the bathtub energy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. One thing you said earlier though is now like resonating with me in light of what we're currently talking about because it makes me wonder if when my heart fluttered in that scene where she did switch up the languages um when talking to her husband or significant other, I guess I could just put it that way, and her grandmother. Is it because of this code switching that you were referring to earlier? Do you think that because we understand code switching that we're kind of attributing that to what she has to go through when switching between these different modalities and also switching between these basically cultural differences that come with the language and where she's from? 100% because I, I see her as someone who grew up here or her parents brought her here often enough for her to like be invested enough to know why who grandma is what grandma is and have that empathy for her but also it's like bitch this addition just a dishwasher it's, it's going to be your friend do it yeah. do it it's a tv put your feet up um but she's probably like gone off to wherever she met this husband i don't know what part of america but because it's very english <laughs> um and she's like in this modern world because like it's a different world than where you came from and so i think that if you just inherently lose pieces of yourself when you i don't want to say assimilate because I don't know what she was doing and how right, much right. of herself she gets to be. But I feel like you just do lose bits and parts of yourselves. Because like if you're in a professional world specifically, you don't get to have personality. You're a suit and you need to mm -hmm. fall in line. And I, I don't know, maybe part of the reason she's attaching herself to grandma still is a little bit, there's like a little piece of it that's selfish. And she's like, this is how I get to say that I, I remember who I am and where I came from. And this is like my anchor for this world that I had to let go to be successful. Because like, I, I could see that, especially because like women of color, <laughs> you don't get to be yourself, which is why we're just not getting crown acts passed in the year 2022. Um, wow. Yeah. Mm, you said a word there. And I mean, it's really crazy that they're tackling this level of dynamic in just the 13 minutes, but I don't think it's because, I think it's because they had a clear vision and so they went in and just focused on what needed to be said, because I'm also picking up a lot of what you're talking about. And it even makes me realize, cause I, for some reason kept thinking it was her daughter, but it being her grandmother speaks to something you're talking about where obviously she has at least a world of separation from where she basically comes from, because that is relatable. Like even as someone who would go back and see it, for me, it was my great grandparents. It was kind of like a completely different experience because like it's a complete different generation it's a complete different experience and i think a lot of them take for granted some of the benefits that can come with technology um and i think horror does this as well because there is a lot of technophobia in a lot of our classic horror films but sometimes that thing can actually be a positive advancement because i think we take for granted for example how we understand certain symptoms of things like Alzheimer's or strokes, because it's just part of our general lexicon at this point, because we are exposed to so much information. And that comes with its downsides. But on the benefit, I think the grandmother would then be able to associate with, based on what she's seeing, listen, I think something is off because I have a comparative point and maybe I should speak to someone. And when that time comes, there's different technologies that can help with that. Whether it's something like a life alert, I don't know what it would be um, you know, for their culture, but something that would set her up to get more help when she needs it and not be prey to the wilderness, which is essentially what she was faced with. And she's much older. I, 
I think that there is definitely something there because I think part of the reason that people are afraid of technology is because they're afraid of information, um, which is why mm. we have so many people out here running around refusing to like read an actual news article and just making assumptions or just sharing TikToks as news. Um, <laughs> I, it, it scares me, but also like it, it is a tale as old as time. Like we, how many books were written in classical literature days of people being like, not science <laughs> or yeah. let's burn the scientists. And I'm like, this was not, why? Why don't you want to not have sniffles? Let the scientists work. If he ain't bringing people back from the dead, let it go. Frankenstein's monster, mm, we, we can go back and forth on that. But like, <laughs> If they are doing something for the betterment of society, I don't understand that fearfulness, but also I think it comes from the not understanding and when we don't understand something, especially in America, the impulse is to kill it. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I don't know how to say all of the things silently in that statement that were said. Um, so yeah, and so like I, I, I feel for grandma because society hasn't done nothing but tell people for eons and eons and eons, be afraid of new things, be yeah. afraid of it, be fearful of it. And also a little bit of that pride and stubbornness of I can wash this with my own hands. Um, I can keep working. I, I'm a worker. I don't need to relax. And it's like you are in your 70s, 80s. Yep. It's okay to put your feet up. It's okay to unwind. It is okay to pick up a hobby that doesn't involve you working and hunched over in the field all day. Exactly. And this around the time I first saw the short, despite the fact it came out in January of this year, it was around the time that I first saw X uh, by Ty West. And there was all this conversation happening about age in our genre. And, you know, I wasn't like a huge fan of X. However, I'd be a hater if I said that, like, there weren't things that like stayed with me or there weren't like messages that I did want to see discourse around. And one of them is obviously this age piece that we're kind of hovering on right now. And I like to see when other cultures taught, uh, like touch on this, especially from different perspectives like this, because it is kind of an ageist like genre as well, kind of sometimes. I feel like they and this is something that you've talked about a lot on Nightmare Fierce, like when y'all covered um, whatever happened to Baby Jane and letting older women get their things. I like when projects do this. And I don't feel that despite the fact she was doing things like eating animal feces, which is very frightening and scary and sad, I don't feel that it was disrespectful to her in the same vein. It's like she's a victim to something that she's going through and that in and of itself is the horror. And it's a difficult conversation that is well suited for this genre. Yes, 100% yes. Um, I I picked up before I could probably even <laughs> be a person to put together a sentence that like women have an expiration date in Hollywood um, and in the world because literally you 25 I didn't pick that number randomly to park at <laughs> I picked it because that's the year you no longer have value in the world <laughs> after that it's like I hope you have kids because what are, what else are we gonna do with you and I'm like I am not an animal on your farm um, exactly. my ovaries are my business <laughs> I feel like my life is just starting because now that I'm 25 and I'm getting over all the stuff that I've been picked up and internalizing I can actually like be a person and I can be like oh no I do have this I do have this look going on I do look cute today because like we especially for especially for the AFABs um <laughs> if you are assigned femme at birth 
we fucked <laughs> because like you were always told you ain't shit you fat you, you don't look good do something learn how to put on makeup the amount of people who talk about makeup as if it's something they have to have in their monthly budget and their monthly allotment of hours um and will apologize if they don't have makeup and i'm just like what is wrong what is wrong <laughs> um the fact that we are teaching little girls that you can't have self-worth if you don't fit into these boxes um you have to be married at a certain age and it's like yeah. no you don't have to do anything at a certain age um you life is life is life if you decide at the age of 40 you want to do the thing do the thing uh we don't give ourselves enough times to fail because everybody else gets to fail but women is like no because you gotta get those kids out if you really want kids late in life you can always adopt there are so many um yeah the nuclear abc family structure is just not I mean, that's a fantasy and it's really making people not value the type of love that they can find in any structure that works for their life. Exactly. Exactly. Because again, it's something that the patriarchy built. The patriarchy was like one man, one woman, 2.5 kids must have house in suburbs, but that is not accessible for so many people because racism, class, gender, um, all of the things, all of the things. And so you're not going to get these nuclear families anymore. And also they weren't working, which is why so many people who come from them are fucked up. So much art. And I love, I watched a lot of TV. I literally just binged You're the Worst last week. Um, so many people come these families who did what they were supposed to do. Society dictated they were supposed to do this. And they're silently miserable and their marriages are silently miserable and their children are silently miserable. And then the kids were run off. <laughs> and they're like, why won't they visit us? They're supposed to visit us. That's the way it's supposed to go. That's the American dream. The American dream is not a dream. It's a nightmare. And I think mm. that <laughs> the more we all, especially as younger folks, figure out what things could be and should be, and we make that the new norm, um, the better it's going to be for those future generations. This is why I love Gen Z so far, because yes. they don't give a fuck. When yes. I tell you, like, they are coming hard and fast against, like, these heteronormative, like, societal norms and gender expectations and roles, like, um, Yada Shahidi from uh, Blackish, so... Yeah. I was reading something, um, an article that she was in. I wish I had the magazine next to me, but because I don't want to misquote her, but I know the spirit of it. So <laughs> when being asked about like her being a voice for Gen Z, she's like, I'm not a voice for Gen Z. They can speak for themselves. When I tell you, I was like, and they do. I love to see it on the timeline. I can tell a person's age now by the way the tweets are going. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, get it, get it, get her, Jade, get her. <laughs> oh my God, that'll never get old to me, by the way. Ever, ever. Like, it is the, it is one of the highlights of that season, which was a good season, but it's one of the things I, yeah. Um, I, I just love to see it because I think that we need a generation that's really going to fuck it up because I think that mm-hmm. millennials and Gen X and uh, I feel like every generation thinks they're going to do the thing and then they're just like, nah. um, because the world is so broken, but like people c- continue to have too many kids. They just do. And so yeah. Gen Z is coming at us and they outnumber a lot of us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and they got time too. Listen, they's like, I am one of ten. Let's go, friends. And I'm like, get it, bitch, get it. Like, do you need a, a Kickstarter account? Because I will Look. set it up. I don't know money, but I will get you started. Um, <laughs> and I love that energy because I think that that is the way. Because I feel like we've had a lot of generations handle the elders with kid gloves, mm-hmm. and that's why they are still popping off and getting 
Netflix specials and <laughs> nobody's checking them. And now that we're trying to check them, they're like, you've let it go too far. Why should I stop now? And it's like, but we tried, we just tried respectfully. And that's why Gen Z is like, burn your shit down. And even when it comes to topics like this, like the visit itself, I've, I, from my personal expect, like my personal experience rather, the visit is a point of horror sometimes because you could be followed around by the realization that maybe you will inherit like some type of mental illness um, generally, generation, uh, generationally, or you may have signs of Alzheimer's or like these are things you know, but the visit is what brings it to the full front. It's like when you're yeah. faced with the fear, especially as you see the symptoms in someone that you grew up loving and being a paragon of strength your entire life because obviously this grandmother is a bad mofo because for her to still be older and the stuff you were talking about earlier like tilling the land running her shit and without machines mm -hmm. she's really on the task yeah. and even for her to be gone for five days and come back she's a bad mofo she reminds me of those friends we have who so first off, Puerto Rico is part of America, but like people don't want to acknowledge that. They're like, oh no, you're an immigrant. <laughs> and so like, I have a couple of friends who have come from Puerto Rico, which is part of America. <laughs> and they, they speak, they speak two languages. They're bilingual, but because they are trying to like now write for their doctorates and things in this language, people talk to them like they're dumb and they're stupid. And they tell them that this is not where they need to be. And so they're getting all of this like racism, but in reality, they're probably smarter than a lot of these professors and probably smarter than most of kids in their classes kids these people are getting doctorates they're not kids anymore um, <laughs> um but they're juggling things in two languages and so of course you're gonna fuck up a word here and there it doesn't mean that it, it, it's not a good argument or a good paper it just means that you are working in two languages exactly. and so instead of being like hey this is a phrase that's a little bit confusing it's just like worthless why are you here in my program and uh, how, how do you keep hearing that over and over and over and not go but uh huh? <laughs> because again, you you are you've learned in two languages. You were here getting a doctorate in a different part of America, um, and this just happens to be the part that's shittier. And so like, you are constantly being made to feel like you are nothing, but you're working twice, sometimes three times harder than everybody mm -hmm. else in your class. Um, and that's what this reminds me of. This woman is doing the things she only knows yeah. how to work because again, women don't have agents in value usually and after 25 you're discarded and so i think that getting those messages she's like i'm gonna run my own shit forever i'm gonna run my own yeah. shit till i fall down and i'm like good for you but also work smarter not harder but that is part of what is probably in her brain is i can't let them see weakness i can't let them see that i can't have value because society hates old people and they hate women <laughs> they hate women of color specifically so i have to keep doing the things i have to prove to myself and everybody who's looking um my granddaughter everybody i can't have weakness even when she's dealing with being pregnant like she's literally pregnant right now and she's running shit, which clearly that strength she got it from generational strength because like the same way the gma is a bad mofo in this instance so is she and when i looked up what uh shao fei means like that the lady in red or whatever yeah. it actually means to consume in mandarin and so i was like okay i'm seeing something like I, like there's something here for sure they're definitely trying to make some statements about what women do have to go through and also about like generational illness and how it moves
no, I'm happy you brought that up because I kept forgetting she was pregnant because like it was just a non, I mean, she held her stomach a few times, yeah. but I'm just used to women of color having to always do the things. And so like, I, I kept forgetting that. Cause I'm just like, she's running the shit because she has to, we don't get an option. We don't get a say, I don't get a vacation. <laughs> I, I could be on my sick bed and my last breath and be like, don't forget to send that one tweet. So oh no. It's coming out and then drop my phone and fall down dramatically. What? <laughs> no, ma'am. No, no, no. <laughs> And people will be like, I knew that bitch was 25. <laughs> All right. And then they deserve to go to jail. Listen, they'd be like, I saw she's dead. How many episodes we got left? Um, <laughs> she didn't give me that one piece of paper I asked for. That bitch. <laughs> uh-uh. That is not the way. That is not the way. I, we, we are thrown to the world, but we are told we have to carry it and drag it. We can't just enjoy that bitch. And so it's like, oh, my back hurts. I'm like, pick it up, bitch. It's like, I, I just said my back hurt. I didn't say nothing else. I just, it was an observation that we could all take some of this planet. And we could all be responsible. <laughs> but that requires a lot of people to be accountable. And the girls don't like to do that. The accountability, ugh, yuck. Which is sad because accountability is the one look that looks good on everybody. Oh, yeah. That's like the new black listen i'm just saying classic goes with everything hmm. everything they should try it every once in a while imagine listen. how the world would change right if you're in a mirror to, right now listening to us and you don't like the way your outfit looks try adding some accountability don't it make it pop yep <laughs> didn't that just straighten your hair didn't it curl your hair correctly wait a minute <laughs> my edge is coming back in hold on listen listen <laughs> look <laughs> Like, it looks like a filter just ran over my face and I've lost five years. <laughs> like, that accountability. Ooh. I feel like I just took like 10 years off my lungs. They had some mileage. But Listen. this accountability? Ooh. Listen, it just lowered 10 grand for my student loan. <laughs> a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> almost missed it because there's so many other numbers on there. But I see it now. <laughs> I see it and I see it through a new light. You want me to give you a testimony about my life? Let me stop. We're going to get sued. All right. So <laughs> what were some of your other thoughts on this, this short? I I just, I really love a short that knows what it's doing and it's giving me so many things. Um, I, I love the generational divide because it's something we don't get a lot of because again, at 25, women don't have value. <laughs> so we just get rid of them. And it's like, what happened to her? She turned 26. Oh no, I liked her. <laughs> <laughs> And so I love that we have that generational divide. I love that it's a grandma and a grandkid because we get mother daughters sometimes when we do get these. And I think that, that those extra decades give a little bit more weight because like we want to like empathize with the one that's close at our age, but also we see grandma, but also we know this life, we know this dynamic. And so, yeah. I'm excited to know how older people feel about this personally. Oh, I, I would like to know too. Listen the right older people because again i worked at a call center and so i, I don't just be talking on olds <laughs> look just our timeline alone sometimes show that the older people can be cutting up oh my the amount of times i yell oh no boomer and had to block somebody um there's <laughs> <laughs> some good ones out there but child i done seen some things that's all i'm gonna say listen you can't root for everybody sadly Issa ray taught us that when she also inspired us <laughs> oh my god this woman just just excellent um i have to ask you after um if you saw on legendary what she dressed as for the halloween ball Issa ray saw the photos i need to watch i haven't seen this season like my friends are all in my dms and i'm like i need to do it but i loved all the freddie figure of his but 
queen of the damned, queen of the damned. Issa understands the assignment every week, y'all. I don't care what she doing, where she at. She's like, you know what I need to do? Get the girls a look. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give them a bop. Like when she, when Raphael Sadiq <laughs> did the soundtrack for Insecure, I was like, I'm fucking with this bitch. Oh yeah, that was yeah. some good stuff. Because he he's Raphael, he, Tony, Tony, Tone. Like if you can get him to do anything for you, you better fucking take it and pay him what he asked. Pay him what you owe him and let him do what he's gonna do because that it's one of the best soundtracks hbo was ever gonna have let's be honest oh yeah i i found so many people i love like i think it's part of the reason tiara whack was already in my head when i discovered <laughs> a different show i was like she sounds familiar i'm gonna check her out let's do this now and now i'm a tiara whack fan and i'm telling everybody to watch whack world every time i get a mic in front of my face the way people sleep on whack world is unbelievable to me like queen material and on that insecure soundtrack the song insecure by jasmine sullivan look look baby i i stay listening to that song black women doing the things in the music and also being disrespected because like why don't people know look 47 queen she's really talented like um she's very quirky and eccentric and her flows are actually like one of a kind like i'm such a fan of akili 47. i i want i want at the end of the day the gag to be like she's been rapping and recording having other people pretend to be her and that's why the face is always covered and it's stupid people and i want them all to walk out whenever i can see her live and her to be like it was me and six of the bitches and i'm like ah, ah. <laughs> when they did for a snatch game um uh rico nasty oh, i was God. praying that they would do lakili 47 instead but i, I let it go because i don't have nothing against rico obviously but yeah. lakili is such a character i just wanted to yeah. see that and like we don't have interviews with her so you can have so much fun yeah so much fun um <laughs> and her lyrics you could just you could just like find what's working in her lyrics like girl blunt um bitch switch like i i would definitely do her as a snatch game artist if i were ever to snatch game I don't know who I would do. It, it, it'd probably be Frank and Frodo from Rocky Horror Picture Show because yes. I feel like it matches my energy so well. Like, I feel like I could knock that out and just stay in that character. But, you know, I'd have to maybe switch it up a little bit so I can put uh, the roles and stuff away. I'm not snatched like Sir Tim Curry. <laughs> I, I might also do Nicole Byer because she don't get enough love, but she's one of the best things to happen to Drag Race whenever she comes through. Um, even her pitch stop, Pit Stop episodes are my faves yeah i i haven't seen her pit stops that she was on but i think i know i know gonna, but we, we got other change. stuff to watch together like change yeah. your day around ryan we got homework um because hmm. she's I, I i remember one last year because she was on an episode where something wild happened i forget because all of them bleed together now but something wild happened and her face at the judge table was like oh <gasps> And then, like, she got to talk to Trixie about it at Pitch Stop. And I love Trixie Mattel. I love her, too. She's um, excellent. She she is an icon for a reason. Um, she understood the assignment, and she's gone with it. And get it. But, like, they were talking, and Nicole was like, I sometimes, when I left the set, I just, like, parked in my driveway, and I had to just, like, laugh. Because, like, nobody's going to see this for a year. But I saw it. I was there. <laughs> I saw it, and I was there. And I can't talk about it for a year. But, but and so, like, I'm, I'm happy to be as I can talk about it, because I've been waiting for a year to talk about what's <laughs> happening. I was there for <laughs> Oh, my God. I love that woman. I'm upset. People need to go track down loosely exactly Nicole so they can stop acting brand new. Cause she didn't just like show up overnight. She had a whole show that's on Facebook watch. Um, I think it's two seasons. Was it three seasons? What was the math? Um, damn, I can't remember either. 
Look, the, it's early for us. We t- we told them. Listen, I don't wake up until nine p.m. So this is twelve hours early. All right, not right <laughs> as the sun is going down. That's very vampire. Just to let you know. Now I'm suspicious. Listen, <laughs> I'm very. I suspicious. I had a drinking problem. I didn't have a time. If I ever saw someone drinking blood, I've watched so much horror. I'm like, oh baby, we doing the test. I'm not gonna let them know. I'm gonna act casual, Listen. but I'm definitely coming back with some garlic and just yeah. seeing how they react. I was watching Hottie Ween um, the other night because I was putting together an article uh, for Dread Central and they welcome. And <laughs> and she did that thing. She turned away. She's like, wait, no reflection. And she turned back around. And, it was and I was like, oh, no. Um, so, yeah. I ain't seen Hottie Ween in a minute. I definitely got to go back and check that out. It's been, I love I love that special because that was the moment I was like, she's a horror fan. Like Because yeah. I knew she was in the anime, but I didn't yeah. know she was in the horror. Megan's one of us. She's oh, one of yeah. us. She's an anime. She's in horror. Horror is her favorite genre. She said that in multiple interviews, um, and it shows because like her her music videos, even the ones without actual nods, they mm-hmm. got stuff. Like "Sweetest Pie" is not my favorite song, even though I love her in Dua Lipa. Um, but the imagery, she got like her sexy bitches dancing with horns on. They got forked tongues. They clearly witches. There's cauldrons. They getting burned at stakes, and I'm just like, bitch, get it. And I don't. And I just love Dave Myers because he, if I don't know who Dave Myers is, he's a director that sort of came up with Missy Elliott and Busta Rhymes in that era. So like, if you see a Missy Elliott video from like the 90s, early aughts, late 90s, early aughts, it's probably Dave Myers. Like mm. the stuff in the CGI, like Get Your Freak On and all of those, the fun ones, the ones that we were like dancing to, but also like, I want this aesthetic. I kind of get this to be a movie. All Dave Myers. Because um, him and Missy were like stunts stunt stunt melt some bitches let's go and it's a good time and so i i remember his name and also he's like a not offensive white man director and so you want more of those in the world <laughs> oh yeah we we gotta we gotta protect them at all costs we gotta right? let them know we appreciate because otherwise child <laughs> i don't know what to expect but that video though had people pissed and that's how i knew before i watched it i was gonna like it <laughs> because like people were right? like illuminati I'm like, why is it every time it's a successful black person doing something whimsical, y'all want to put them in Illuminati? Chill. Listen, I know the day that I'm sold I'm in the Illuminati is the day I should check my bank account because I've missed something. Hmm. <laughs> I'd be like, what just hit my bank? Oh. <laughs> Shit, I'd here, be up buddy. there throwing the Rockefeller sign too, baby. Listen, let, me, let me stop. <laughs> listen, if that's what it is, I'm ready, Jay-Z. I'm ready. <laughs> Look. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean... I feel like this short was so good. It sent us on one of the best tangents of of recent <laughs> right? recent years. We've been recording together for a hot minute. We have. Like, there's been crossovers. <laughs> there's been clubhouses. Um, there's been group threads. But I think that this is... <laughs> This is the one I'm happy we recorded. <laughs> this, is, this is the visit that I live for. Oh, get it. Ooh. Look at you tying it back in. Look, you know, I'm going I'm to pretend like I didn't write that two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm mad at you. <laughs> like I didn't pontificate over this. Like I was sitting outside eating Bengays and shit. <laughs> oh my god! What out of five? Like, what would you give this short? I would give it a solid four. Yeah, it is like a four, like a four, four and a half. Like it's on the upper end. Because it's it, it's not 
like we said, it's not a showy, look at me, look at me, but like you, you have your atmosphere, you have that you can't trust what you think you know, and you don't know what you do know. And so you're doubting yourself, you're doubting both of these narratives, <laughs> both sides of the story, you're like, I don't know. And at the end, you're like, I still don't know, but I see this, how does this make me feel? And it's also just, it's so much to unpack. And I love that you can have something that's so unassuming, but also so meaty. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna make a I was gonna make a pun, but I think I'll save that for a different type of recording. Um, <laughs> I actually agree. I love the cinematics too because it looked really good, and I even felt like there's a scene that's really sticking out to me. I don't know why, but in that moment where she was sitting down and her husband or significant other was on the phone trying to figure things out, that red light that was behind her, like I don't right, like she literally. Because up until that point, she hadn't really shown too much of her emotion, but she was literally just sunk down with that light, like resonating from behind her. And it just felt like a very powerful moment where you actually felt her emotion, like through the screen, but she didn't tell him. That that moment stands out because that light is gorgeous. And I'm I'm not sure the how and the why, but I was here for it. And also it's it's just gorgeous to look at. It feels like a cinematic movie. It feels like they took the cameras from like, something marvel did and they were like okay we're gonna make a short now let's go let's go we gotta get it done but also let's not like make it look like rushed and shoddy because it feels like it was there was a lot of care given to this film like the choices that were made the the pictures because like that's something else because like when you get people to all line up for the same picture and vibe and feel um it's magic it feels like it feels like that movie huh i don't it feels like a david lynch movie but i like it (laughs) I was trying to find a way to not say that, but I couldn't. I just, I said it. We're here now. This is a safe space. It is. It is. And they're welcome. Look. (laughs) All right. I would probably, like I I said, like give it like a four and a half as well. It's a good time. I would suggest that people check out this short if you are um, a rebel and you listen to us spoil the hell out of it, despite not having seen it. It's a good time. Chaos. Chaos. (laughs) <laughs> chaos agents I, I got that from a youtuber and i've been using every chance i get get it <laughs> i uh, expect the youtube hustle <laughs> oh yeah of course all right everyone so that was the visit on ultra tapes i was bro- I, I was brother ghoulish i'm not any longer apparently who are you now <laughs> i'm philomena louisa the third your credit score just went up Oh, what you did. <laughs> and then it went back down because I went on the ASOS. <laughs> <laughs> ASOS, we're taking all our money. Um, um, yeah, I feel like the day I came out, ASOS sent me a gift package or something. Listen, like you get one the second you shoot out now. I'm like, the doctor is like, it's a person coupon. <laughs> and I'm like, how dare you get milked on this? <laughs> yeah, I'm just getting it- socks because like I'm too heavy now, but it's still like the socks hit. <laughs> Uh, the socks feel good and listen when something don't fit i um do you remember when uh, i'm trying your memory um oh shit i i don't know why i can't think of where i saw this someone was like um i I buy two of them and so one in the front so one in the back (laughs) which queen of comedy said this me. Oh. It, was, it was definitely Monique. It was Monique. I just don't yeah. remember what it was in. I think it was like a stand-up comedy show she did. She's all she's sewing back. I was like, okay, baby, look, I'm about to do that too. <laughs> Listen, it's like where you get this dress from. Technically, dresses. Um. <laughs> hmm. Listen, I got the motherfucker. Oh, I don't I? Look. 
Right? All right, let's close <laughs> this thing out. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, um, I am Sheree. You can find me at Miss Sheree. There's three S's in there. And Miss is spelled the fancy youthful way, M-I-S-S. Um, <laughs> um, you can also, if you just don't want to follow me, but you do want to see these other podcasts, at Nightmare Fierce on Twitter, A Nightmare on Fear Street on Instagram, and Blurdy Massacre at Blurdy Massacre on both. So you can hear me and Ryan and our friend Zero Gravity do this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Even more get- tangents, promised. Listen, you are promised a ride, um, no matter what the episode description thought we was going to do. <laughs> Listen, they're always a departure, but it's always a good time. Right? We come in, like, what's about this one movie? And then, like, three hours later, it's like, well, that's my therapy. I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> good talk, team. Good talk. Good talk, everybody. <laughs> and you can find me at Brother Ghoulish on social media. And if you... Go to any podcast thing and type Brother Ghoulish. You'll see either Brother Ghoulish's Tomb or Brother Ghoulish's uh, Dragula Breakdown. Or, as Sheree said, you can listen to us on Blurdy Massacre. But you should listen to all of this because we got some we got some horror stuff always going on. Spice up your life, as the Spice Girl said. Uh, <laughs> I, I respect. I, I'm right? definitely a, a spicer, if that's what they're called. I don't know. Listen, I was the spiciest little child. I thought I was going <laughs> to move to Britain and have friends who wore shoes I couldn't walk in. But here we are. <laughs> we all took a different path and they broke up. So my dream could not come true because of that. That's the only reason. <laughs> Mine couldn't because Ginger left and I just fell into a deep, dark depression that I'm still in. Remember her solo work, her first video, <laughs> Look at Me? Yes. <laughs> I wish I could see us doing the dance. It was was definitely very player-hater from Jennifer's body. Listen, great fits, but (laughs) player-hater. Oh, man. And then we lost Prue around that time. It was just a chaotic uh, five years. We was losing all the witches we was following. Like, they were just falling out. And I'm like, no, what's in the microbraids? All right. (laughs) And on that note, it's been great talking to y'all about this movie. Bye. Bye. <laughs> the Anatomy of a Scream, Pod Squad. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.